So, <laughs> hello. <laughs> Sorry, we were we skipped. We were, we just started this, and we already were being inconsistent. Yeah. So we. Yeah, we just it's the holidays, and you know we were like throwing a holiday dinner, Christmas dinner, and it was a lot of work. So, but um, yeah, starting a podcast during the holidays is a little maybe not intense. the smartest idea. It's a little intense, but Ooh, today. Does it? I can taste that it smells bad. I don't smell it. Good. Did you brush your teeth this morning? Well, yeah, but I okay. just ate a donut and had mm. a canned drink. Yeah. Today, we... So, basically, a couple of days ago, I put on my Instagram asking people for, like, advice questions. And so, we're going to answer some. This mm-hmm. this advice is... Might not necessarily be the best advice. So, take it yeah, with... We're not therapists. Your greatest discretion. Is that the phrase? grain of salt oh <laughs> greatest discretion i mean i guess so. like, like discretion. use discretion use discretion because we might i don't know we're just gonna yeah it, the ironic thing is the first question i'm looking at is do you ever argue slash fight oh together because kind of the reason also we missed friday's episode <laughs> was because we we're got fighting. into an argument and then we were like we can't do a podcast when we're arguing we're gonna fake it and so. i can't like there's no way ever that i could like be mad at you and then pretend to be, to be like, like happy yeah we fucking argue if you don't argue in a relationship i mean i feel like if you don't argue in a relationship you're not spending time together because right. you get sick of everyone and then you're not like navigating issues and talking about issues and yeah and i don't think it's i think everyone has baggage and everyone <laughs> everyone the throat makes these noises oh did it <laughs> yeah what can hear oh Everyone has baggage and issues, so it's – I think it's just not realistic to have two people who, in every single circumstance, handle a conflict in the most healthy way possible. You know, I think everyone has baggage that comes out in heated moments, and – Everyone has different personality styles, emotional Mm -hmm. levels. I just think it's impossible to not fight, and I feel like – You like like – we don't have like fights, like big blowups, like every once in a while. But we have. Yeah, and that's that's. Look, all I'll say is I know people who fight in bad ways. Yeah, sure. That's bad. sure. I mean, we've also fought in bad ways, but like you know, in you, like well, that's all you. You apologize and like. You know who I'm referencing? Okay. <laughs> yeah, you apologize <laughs> and you, as long as you like you know make an effort to change that's what what matters and as long as you're not running into the same issue over and over and over and over again i think again, as long as you approach things like it's you two against the problem versus yeah. each other yeah against each other yeah and just like having respect for them at the end of the day like you might be pissed off at them but you need to still maintain that that feeling of respect because I think that's when things can get really ugly is when you're like first of all name calling is something that we don't do Mm -hmm. like never I remember our first we've been to couples therapy and the first question this therapist asked was like do you call each other names in fights and I'm like no that's not something that no that's just being mean yeah and unproductive and Toxic. I mean, not like we are productive in every fight we've had, though. Yeah. Like we, but you know what I mean. Been, like when you just I've resort been toxic to that. in fights, like I think that not enough people talk about 
fighting in relationships and how normal it is. Like yeah. I was listening to Michelle Obama's podcast and she said that there was like 10 out of the 30 years where she, you know, couldn't even look at her husband. <laughs> yeah, and, I remember that episode. But it's she 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 was like I would take 20 good years um over 30 years without him. That's true. Um, if you so want us like, to, ha- if you want us to have Michelle Obama on the podcast, oh my god, that would be. I'd throw I I don't awesome. think I would. I'm not qualified to talk <laughs> to her at all. Um, she's amazing, but I mean that's just like such good advice and input that my throat is nothing. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean it's just it's just people don't talk enough about fighting in a relationship and going to couples therapy and it's once you're out of the honeymoon phase things start to get real and when you live together and pay bills it's a whole new level of stress when you change jobs you lose jobs what's funny is actually uh there's two questions i think can tie well together Mm -hmm. and kind of go off of what we're talking about there's one that's how to manage moving in together and there's one that's how to deal with change in relationship so i feel like we we can tie those kind of Basically, like, Hope and I were long distance for nine months before we met. I mean, before we moved in together. Like, if you listen to the last episode, you know. We moved in together in San Diego, and that was the first time either of us have ever lived away from home, have mm-hmm. lived lived with each other. And shit gets real when you live together, because then you learn the goods and the bads. And, and their the habits and their that quirks, someone else and their, has that you didn't expect. Things that bother you, and, and yeah. you learn how to manage your time together, and... It almost like made us break up because it was a lot at mm-hmm. once and we didn't I don't think either uh, either of us really understood what we were putting and ourselves into. And it's hard into. when like one person might be homesick like you. I yeah <laughs> but I mean who knows what this person's situation is like True. if you're moving in together it could be that you're moving from out of state or out of the city and you will feel homesick and that just adds a whole nother level of stress and loneliness because if you're fighting with your partner and you're homesick, you're like, well, I moved here for you. And it just, it creates like a bad cycle. Um, but I would say like, pay attention to your underlying, the underlying reasons for things and try to not just blame everything on your partner. And it's easy to do that because they're the thing that's standing right in front of you. And it might be like, it might seem like the easiest thing to do. Um, and the most obvious thing in front of you, but usually there is a reason behind it. Like you're actually missing home and you're stressed because of that, or maybe you had to take a new job, you know, maybe you're trying to make new friends. So it's not always just about the relationship. And I think a lot of people confuse that. They think that like the relationship, because it's the biggest thing in their life and the Mm -hmm. most constant thing in their life, they're like, that must be the problem. Yeah. Um, yeah, because when we were long distance first, I mean, we, uh, you know, some people date like in the same city and then they'll move in together. So everything's different. But for us, we were long distance. So for every time we saw each other, it was like a vacation. Mm-hmm. It was it was something that was we saved money for and like made sure every day was we made it count. And then when you move in together, then it's like, oh, now we have to do like regular life. You yeah. know, it's not just like a trip every time. And then I think that was 
like sometimes you like you like enjoy the mundane things but sometimes like but sometimes it gets old pretty quickly and you're yeah. like oh like is our relationship not like super special because we're not doing and, like anything every yeah day, like, but we it's, used like, to be so have... fun and exciting but it's just you know we were on vacation every time we saw each other and vacation people people on vacation are different than people in day-to-day life i think just like the biggest tip what is just like looking back was before you move in together to really establish a good sense of communication because I think mm-hmm. that will help where like if you do notice things that bother you or something you or need to say it you you t- can talk about it but also I think people need to remind themselves that like there are things that people just do differently and you mm-hmm. have to be okay with that like there's things yes. it depends obviously on what that means but it, like if if like you put the toilet paper over versus mm-hmm. I put it under like something like that yeah which I don't like is that something one. you can live with and, and is <laughs> well, also is that something worth fighting for you know or fighting yeah. about you know it's and like, honestly it's different for some people some people and maybe maybe it's like you need to also look inward if this is your thing but maybe that is something that could end a relationship for someone yeah. it's just like managing your expectations yeah is huge and know that it is a shift for everybody and yeah and and then you got to start farting around each other and pooping around each other yeah well you can be no stinky and stuff throwing up together throwing up oh yeah throwing up in front of someone the first time is so weird pooping peeping pooping peeping 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 i I started farting real quick yeah when was the first time you farted i think it was an accident it was when oh. <laughs> i feel like the first time and it was like, usually an accident <laughs> and then i was like got one and done i was like whatever yeah, well, i'll just now start ripping there. farts and i was like yeah now we're there um yeah but okay so something that i thought of for this question is um i remember your mom is a, you know your mom's a very clean person and you used to not be a clean person. Now you are. You've changed. But mm-hmm. you used to be pretty also, messy. Also, like, became an adult. Yeah. I was, you know, still relatively young and naive when we met. I know. But that doesn't matter. You... No, I know. But, like, I'm just... I used to be messy. Yeah. And, um... Okay. Um, you threw me off. You used to be messy, and My your mom, mom was, was like, clean. how do you ask me? Because I was cleaner than you at the time and I think it's flipped now yeah but I was cleaner and it was like important to me that was something that we kind of thought about a little at the beginning and um your mom was like I just don't know how you can deal with it and (laughs) I was like I love Mickey more than I love you know everything being perfect and clean all the time so very well said yeah I think that's the biggest thing like do you love this person more than you hate the thing they're doing you know yeah and like no one's you're never gonna find your perfect person out there like you kind of everyone's gonna annoy the shit out of you yeah at one point when you spend fucking time together you're gonna get fucking annoyed yeah even if you're obsessed with like Billie Eilish or something (laughs) if you lived with Billie Eilish and She's not even Alyssa's perfect. Like, no, never. Yeah, and I you're if you live with Billie Eilish, you're gonna get annoyed of her at the end of the day. Yeah, like, um, you just like you look for someone who obviously, you know, fits all your, you know, or is like is compatible with you and, and you love and all that stuff. But like, there are things that they will do that like are inherently a part of themselves or mm-hmm. whatever, and it's like you have to 
realize like what is it like hope said mm-hmm. like what is important to you like is and is that a deal breaker or is that something that like yeah something you can maybe grow we'll together and figure it out you know what I mean? yeah and there are things where it's like if it really the uh, it, your partner should respect you enough to try to make an effort to change something if it really bothers you like if you leave the ca- cabinet doors open all the time yeah and i was like this really upsets me that I have to close these every time. If you never made an effort to change that, that would be a huge red flag, but, you well, I think know. also it's, like, if it's something that's, like, a habit, like, habits can break. If it's not, like, a fundamental part of them, that's different. Like, so, like, of course, yeah. so that's... If it's, like... Just, like, just lower your expectations. Like, we're fucking humans, and, like, people are gonna annoy the shit out of you. Like, it's okay that your partner annoys the shit out of you sometimes. Yeah, it's pretty normal that your partner annoys you, and don't think that because you're annoyed, the relationship is ending. Just just be fun a lot. What question do you wanna do next? Um. Well, there was one, so manage moving in together, and then what was the, it kinda tied in with another one? Change. Change. Well, I think we talked on that. Yeah, I guess so. I think that like change can be kind of a lot of different things though, like, a new job and I mean for you it was like transitioning um so maybe I think it's moving the same to answer. a new place it's like communication you got to make sure you're on the same communication page. and respect yeah respect is such an important thing um Ooh, this is a good one okay it says in a het relationship for 10 plus years just realizing I'm gay what do I do I don't want to break their heart so let me preface <sighs> First off, neither of us have been been in this this position. So we're going to give you advice from no experience. Mm -hmm. And I can imagine (laughs) it's, like, so much easier said than done. Like, everything we're about to say is probably so much easier said than done because 10 years is a long time. We haven't even been together for 10 years. So I can imagine the, like, amount of trust and, like, respect you've developed for this person over the years. I mean, the fact that you don't want to break their heart, first off, says a lot. Yeah. It's, like, clearly they're not shitty to you i'm assuming and, if and, you're, I'm, if and you're I'm assuming y'all have like a good strong good relationship like this person assuming they're not homophobic mm, true <laughs> would you know i as hard as it will be because it's changed for both of you um assuming your relationship is good to begin with you know they want you to be happy and it literally does not make sense if you're literally yes. gay and not you know what i mean it's like and it's wasting their time you know and I don't want to say that like you've wasted their time because you know I think I'm sure that you guys have had a lot of good times over the years and it wasn't time wasted but if you're at a point where you know now I think that it's you have to remind yourself that it's only fair to them to not you know live a lie with them and for them to know that they weren't living a lie and a being in like a relationship where things weren't necessarily like consensual so I think it's actually protecting them you know from from you know living in a a fake situation Mm. like I think it's definitely doing both of you a service to 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 admit it you know to say it to say it and and move on and it's probably really hard at that point because i know you're probably living together and i think it's like i said if you have a healthy relationship it's like you can be hopefully friends friends at some point maybe it might be fresh kids like co-parents and just 
continue to navigate life with each other, but just not yeah. in a romantic way. Yeah. Yeah. Like co-parenting if there's kids involved, but. You can probably still fart around each other. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> um, but I mean, how would that conversation even begin? Like, what would you, what? If I realized I was straight? Yeah. I mean, just, <laughs> yeah. What, um... like, how would you approach me in that situation and what what's a good time I don't think there's any good time maybe it's it's like like not about waiting for the right time because then maybe you'll never do it if you keep waiting for the right time it'd be like hey um I've been doing a lot of thinking and reflecting and I realized I think I'm this or something like that and it's like I love you and I and I'm grateful for all the years we spent together and I, you know, you're my best friend or whatever it is, whatever this person is to you. And then be like, but like, obviously. What do you think about like writing a letter? Like, is that maybe? Well, I was, I mean, I'd write, I could. I feel like writing a letter would be a good way to say exactly what you want to say without it getting clammed up because after 10 years, that's a huge that's true. thing to that's say. True. And then do you like read it to them? I don't know. I would maybe just like leave it for them, and um, but I feel like you should be. It should be like you should be with them. Yeah, maybe what are you gonna so. do? Just like be in the other room and just no. Wait I was thinking like if reading. you're going to work, like leave oh, it. For but them then just while like leave gone. them. That's true. With that That's heavy. True. So maybe don't leave. But like, <laughs> like I think oh. a letter would be a good idea. So maybe it's like I wrote you this letter, and I don't know if I can you know, thoroughly say everything I want to say, so I I wrote it down, and I'm going to be here while you read it. You write me letters sometimes when you have heavy stuff to uh-huh. tell me. Yeah, when I've, like, I've had been really upset before, and I want to explain exactly why without, you know, stuttering and everything. I'll write it in a letter. Yeah. Okay, but I think we covered that one pretty well, so. Nice. You pick the next one, because I picked these ones. Okay. Um, this is, let's try to do like a fun one. These have all been pretty like heavy. Um, someone said, oh God, they're all so heavy. I'm like, these are all good questions. Do you want me to go look at if there's any funny ones for a second? Yeah. All right. Hope's gonna, Hope's gonna, Hope's gonna keep y'all, y'all, um, you know, laughing away. Hope is very. Hope is not as aggressive today. Yeah, because I'm drinking a canned drink <laughs> instead of um, alcohol. What was I drinking last time? Well, I had already been drinking a few <laughs> things. Like, I don't know, but hope is very peaceful today. Yeah, and it was a long weekend, and it's Sunday, and I'm just feeling very. We need to get sushi chill. out of this. Oh, are we ordering sushi? Well, isn't that what we decided? Yeah. 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 Um, all right. So I got to look for advice questions, not just questions. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. How about this? Mm-hmm. Um, well, this person said they'll be listening to our podcast. While on a 12-hour drive overnight, Sunday through Monday, advice on staying awake. You're good at this. drive. 12-hour. Tw- Sun- Sunday and Monday both days or six Sunday hours? Through, like Sunday night through Monday morning. Uh, why would... Don't drive overnight. First well, they, of all. well, technically, I, I, this is they already have done it. Well, are they doing it actually tonight? Um, tonight so. I'll be twelve hours. Stay awake. Coffee. 
First of all, Play I prefer music. you don't drive at night. Play music so. really loud, like upbeat music. Please drive with the windows down. <sighs> no podcast, nothing sleepy. Nothing sleepy. So I actually, mean, wait, don't listen. Well, our first podcast hopes yelling at you, so that will keep you Yeah, away. Yeah, I mean, a podcast, <laughs> but not a calming one. I mean, sometimes it, the conversation keeps you awake because you're, like, thinking of stuff rather than just listening to music, which oh, can be Oh, you know mindless. what's a good idea? You know, like, some podcasts will be like um like live uh like comedy shows comedy can be good because then you're just laughing away and and you gotta um i hope that you, you just don't want anything that's like you and today yeah we are yeah to, yeah that's gonna put you right to sleep um i mean definitely like mix it up like don't listen to music too long don't listen to podcasts too long and um Dang, I, if you have someone with you, like, have them keep talking to you and have conversations with you. You could also maybe, like, call someone, like, tell someone that Ooh. you're going to be, like... Confess your love to someone. Oh, my God. You're going to... I mean, that would definitely keep you awake. <laughs> I mean, I think if you're letting someone know that you're driving, I think it's also very safe. So they, like, know where you are you are approximately if, you know, something happens at night. Um but being on the phone on the phone with someone if you don't have anyone in the car can definitely keep you awake because you're talking to someone and it, I think it just feels less lonely and safer at night when you're driving in the dark. Um, yeah, also a trick I learned is that if you look in your mirrors, it kind of like gets you out of that zone of just staring out yeah. the windshield. So like checking your mirrors, even though if you're not tr- like changing lanes, it kind of reorients you. Um, okay, next advice question. Uh, you'd be good at this. I'm trying to get this beautiful girl's number, but she works at my gym and I get shy. Mm. How would you pick up someone at a gym? At a gym, who works at a gym. You'd say, like, can I pick you up like I can pick up this dumbbell? Oh my god. That's... Can I run... Can I... Can I... I always have to think (laughs) about, you know, the situation... Does this person work? Oh, they work. Oh, yeah. They work at the gym. So maybe like the front desk or something. I would say, I think it could be, I would definitely kind of start a little conversation. What? Imagine, imagine it's someone who like is a cleaner at the gym and like mm-hmm. you like throw up or something from working out too hard and they have to come over and like clean it. And then you're like, sorry, I threw up everywhere. Make yourself throw or, up and then like, have them clean it. I had an accident. I had an accident. <laughs> like poop a little bit or something. Oh my god, Mickey. Like while squatting. Oh and my then, god, Mickey. And then you have to, oh And then god. you have to be like, Oh, I'm sorry, I'll take you out to dinner to apologize. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. That's pretty good. Okay. I think that you definitely should point out something about them, like a compliment or something to kind of lead up to it. Cause I think I think just like a pickup line straight away when you haven't talked to anyone is or weird. is a little like jarring and creepy. Not creepy, Not but always depending on the situation, but I think it can be jarring and I think you're definitely more likely to get a follow-up um and or maybe a date out of it if you have already talked to them before and they kind of have a trust about you and they they you know, they get a vibe from you first. So maybe compliment their I don't know. They probably have to wear like a the gym like uniform or something. But 
maybe like say, oh, I really like your hair today. Something like that. Yeah. You know, notice something about them and then kind of slowly, slowly, slowly like open the door and like introduce yourself in a way. And then you can. And I'm sure they already know your name because you're a member and they see your name and picture and whatever. They put, technically actually already have your phone number probably. They have your phone number. So I wonder if that's a good be like, way. Be like, I don't Maybe need, you, you should say like. Take, look into the files. It texts me sometimes. Oh my God. They, maybe you should say like. <laughs> I wonder if there's a way like if you like, if you scan your card or something by the front desk, if you could like, if you could like leave a slip of paper with your number on it like as you're scanning or something and then go in and then or maybe when you're leaving if you're nervous like but but I think something something that seems like you know kind of witty and this can drink hit me really yeah I got a little high you're you're high a little bit huh it's like, it's an okay, it's like, it's a, calm though, right? It's like a calm, sleepy one. Yeah. Don't do what I just did while driving. Duh. Oh, Dylan. Dylan. Oh, he's so cute. He loves real. Um, this one's good. Back to more relationship stuff. How to maintain a personal schedule and not sacrifice time with your partner. Not sacrifice. So I think it's like a kind of alluding to like still having independence while being in a relationship. Hmm. Because that's something that's, like, I think we were definitely very codependent when we first started living together and stuff. But also, like, we both were in school, so we were either at school or doing homework. And, like, we... And also in the... Yeah, I think just... I don't know. I mean, for me, I'm, like, thinking that there's just things that you have to do that are separate from your partner. So, like, work and if you're in school, like, you're... I mean, you don't go to school with your partner, like, you have to be away from them during those times. So maybe if the thing is you don't have that, maybe you need to find something like that that is scheduled and like you need a, to yeah, go like do. Yeah, like a routine you do. Yeah, like, maybe you need to join some sort of class, like a, I don't know, like a yoga class or something that is routine and keeps you being like I'm doing this for myself or even like it doesn't even have to be any like a class like that there's like a certain activity you enjoy to do at home you know just communicate with your partner like you know this time by myself to do this is important to me like you know you know you don't need to like Mm -hmm. set a schedule with it but it's like all about just there's something out of the house because then you're literally away from each other it's nice to miss each other so you know Like, I like to go – there's things that your partner probably doesn't like to do that you like to do. And for us, that's very true. Like, I – oh, my gosh, it's so true. Like, I (laughs) love to go thrifting. I love to go antique shopping. I like to go thrifting when I'm in the mood. But you're usually not. Hey, when when I'm in – it's, like, one of those things, like, I have to be in the mood because otherwise it's overwhelming. I get it. I just feel like there's so many things to look at. They're all, like – then they it just Most feels gross and loud and then yeah i usually end up getting disappointed because like mm-hmm. it's only fun if but you for find me something. it's very like meditative and see that's it's not even no i would never describe thrifting oh, as yeah. meditative. it's very meditative what because you're looking through everything and but like, that does that is that not like sensory overload to you it uh, freaks no because thrift stores are usually pretty quiet no, okay well the buffalo exchange we go oh to is no horrible. that's not thrifting i'm talking about like 
savers on a Tuesday afternoon. Like, oh, but st- no, that's even more overwhelming to me no. because it's even bigger. Well, it's and it's and it's like so much. And then like in my head, I'm like, well, how am I gonna find something perfect if I don't look through everything? But then I'm like, there's too much to fucking look at. And now I'm just overwhelming myself. And ninety percent of it is shit. I mean, okay, back trash. to the point. Back to the point is that like I will go do that by myself and it's yeah it's just like a way that I make time for myself because I'm like I know Mickey wouldn't want to do it anyways so it just happens to be me time but it's also like important like like because you'll ask me like you'll ask me because there are times where I do feel like going with you and then it's like you know asking unless you like obviously also have the willpower to just want to do things by yourself which is like I think something that both of us together like kind of learned Mm -hmm. you know what I mean like I think we were kind of too afraid to be like I want to do this thing alone or I want to go do this thing yeah you know what I mean and that's fine I think Rue farted yeah it's a little stinky in here it's a little stinky Rue someone asked worst mistakes when buying a couch design wise um if you didn't listen to the other episode I'm an interior designer so I will answer this and (laughs) I would say buying something too trendy um, because a, a sofa should be a huge investment piece. Oh, that's a mistake, right? Yeah, that's a mistake. Oh, okay. Like, it's, it should be a, a big investment piece. It should be one of the things you spend the most amount of money on. Um, it's comfy. And just make sure it's really good quality. Like, don't cheap out just because you need to buy more furniture with the sofa. Like, you need to buy... A quality sofa, even if it means you have to wait to buy other things, because throwing out a sofa, if it breaks because it's shitty quality or you don't like it in a couple years, is a really, really hard thing to do. And also just, and just horrible for the environment. <laughs> like, yeah. please, please, please make a smart decision with that because it's one of the biggest pieces of furniture. Um, and don't do like a bright white sofa because you're going to regret it um especially if you have tiny little dogs yeah and something that something that you can with a cushion that you can like unzip the cover and put it in the wash or have it dry clean like something that you can do to clean it um is is just gonna make the sofa last so much longer and you're just gonna get more out of your purchase that way um and keep it neutral because who knows like when you're going to want to change things down the road and like if you have a bright yellow sofa it might not go with every every single yeah I love, plan. My, I love my dad but when he got a purple couch I was like you see that is and some people just don't care but clearly this person cares because they're asking <laughs> that's true that's you true. know like it's fine if you don't care about putting colors all these different colors together it's fine if you don't care about like what your sofa looks like but I'm assuming you do and that's why you asked so definitely get something that's in like a neutral earthy color if you want a green sofa maybe get more of like a mossy sage or olive green and don't get like a bright emerald green sofa yeah and think about the fabric content if it's like natural fabric like linen it's probably going to stain and soil easier than if it was soil. something like word. <laughs> if it was something like um, polyester. There's also performance fabric, so look for oh, a performance 
a performance fabric. It's just something that clean a fabric that cleans better and it's more durable. Is it f- for performance? And oh my god! No, and, but like, is it? Well, wouldn't that make sense? Like, people on Broadway would use it. What for like set designs? You're joking. No, I'm genuinely actually wondering. Wait. Performance fabric. Like, no, it means it performs, performs well. well. Yeah, and like, but in, you're like... saying in Broadway. <laughs> okay. What are you high? As I was explaining it, I realized how it came across, and I realized that's I not the way I was thinking about it. I thought you were trying to make a really unfunny it. joke. No, I genuinely was believing that for a second, and then I realized it made a lot more sense in my head the way I was doing no, it. No, yeah, it's it means it performs well. Like, there's a rub test that's you do on fabric. what I knew it meant. And so it's th- a machine that rubs it, and usually, like, the high, it, they call it a double rub test, and you you kind of want to look for something that's like over a hundred thousand double rubs, double, rubs. and that means that it you know it withstood that double that amount of rubs <laughs> before a, it started that's breaking such a down. Cute statistic, we got high double rubs. <laughs> yeah, double rubs. Wait, why is it like called, how many double rubs? Why is it called double? Because rubs it goes and not back and rub. forth. Because otherwise it'd just be one rub, but it goes back and forth, back and forth, back <laughs> and, and forth. And then they can just double the number. No, no, whatever. No, <laughs> it's just supposed to simulate like the amount of times people sit down and get off, that sort of thing. Okay. Yeah. So look for a performance fabric and um, high double rubs if they give you that information. Sometimes they don't, and that's fine. How did you know each other was the one? How does anyone know? I think that. I think that it's a, I think there's like multiple people for everyone out there. I don't think it's just like one person is the end all be all. Yeah, I think also like I oh, I have always viewed soulmates and like the one as like not one type of definitive relationship. Yeah. Like if you you can have like friend soulmates. Right. That's what you're saying, right? Soulmates. Like you don't have another one that will show up at one. No, point. but I'm just saying like I like when people are like they were it, they were the one, and they break up. It's mm-hmm. like, no, I think there's a lot of people that oh, there's you, like a bunch of possibilities. There's so many possibilities. I thought you meant like everyone has to go through a certain amount of people, and I was like, babe. Like, no, 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 no. No, I'm saying like you. There's a lot of possibilities, and there isn't one person for everyone. Oh, that makes way more sense. Yeah. And I think also they can, that's true, but also they can show up in, like, different ways in your life. And, um... Yeah. I think we're, like... But obviously you're asking, like, how do you know that this is, like, the person you should commit to and spend the rest of your life with, basically? Yeah. And, And I think it's... I think it's a long time figuring that out i mean even though we definitely felt like a sense of peace when, when we met each other yeah, and we were yeah, just yeah. immediately compatible there were times where obviously when you're fighting you're like i don't know if i should be with this person i was gonna say i think for me like the thing that really made sense to me was like a sense of peace mm-hmm. like just like like and you might not feel that right away, though. Some people are like, really good together, and they had a toxic relationship in the beginning, honestly. Right. But, like, I knew, like, I knew I, I, I know the exact moment I realized I was in love with Hope because, I mean, she's the first person I've ever been in love with. I've never fallen in love before. And I was, I had that same thought of, like, how do I fucking know? Because, like, you know, I'm not just going to say it if I don't believe it. Um, and it was... <laughs> 
during that first week that we had spent together and we were driving up from San Diego and, and we were listening to music and I was just like kind of zoning out listening to music and then I like turned and looked at Hope and like the words I love you almost just slipped out and then I realized like that was a moment it was like na- it felt natural for me to do that like it I just like had to say it and then I realized like oh that moment I was like oh I'm in love with her because it just almost just happened because that felt Mm -hmm. right like my brain didn't even I didn't think about saying it It just almost like slipped naturally yeah but I think that that's why I knew I was in love with yeah because like being in love is different than knowing that they're the one the one quote end quote which I don't really I think it takes a long time honestly you gotta develop it you have to develop the sense of like trust and confidence that this person can um you know do the things that you need someone to do for you in your life and it takes a long time to know what people what you both bring to the table and also what you value like what is what are your values in life mm-hmm. and what kind of like what are your rank like how do you rank things what are your priorities like yeah. does this person does like one thing that they have is so great but it's like low on your priorities yeah like, like do just they... thinking about like long term what do you really want like yeah do are is family really important to them but to you you're like i don't really care about like family time and that's something that can like not work out in the long right. term um i think it's it just takes a long time and you don't know immediately so it's just it's just being willing to willing to like have patience and try things out and not give up give up when things are things are hard because I think that's when you'll that's when you'll know when things are hard like how do you get through it I think Mm -hmm. that's one of the bigger things because some people just run Mm -hmm. and are you both that's when you know are you both committed because I think that's the biggest thing in a relationship is like you just need someone who wants it as much as you do yeah true true yeah crushed it is that all our questions? Or? Have we been talking for an hour and 40? No, 38 minutes. Oh, wait, let's do... Do you have any advice you want to ask me? Wait, they, there's other cute ones. Oh, just kidding. Um, feeling, someone said, how to feel comfortable in being she-they in front of some people, but not all people. Hmm, good question. Um... I'm assuming you mean not all people, as in people who would make you feel weird about it or something like that. So, which is so valid. Like, you know, as much as it sucks to be misgendered all the time, there are some people where it's not worth the emotional toil and energy and the argument to even bring it up, which sucks. It sucks that someone, you know, people put you in that position, but it's very valid. and, And I do that too sometimes. Um, but I think that's something like coming to that realization and realizing that that's take you taking care. Of, are you shooting? What no. Are you <laughs> I was covering like, the you sofa. <laughs> <laughs> Finger guns up. No. I was like, what? I was <laughs> covering the sofa to see what it looked like, like if there was just one cushion it, instead it of two. It looked like you went. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, you made me lose my train of thought. Um, what was I saying? Like, like there is people that you don't like oh yeah so i was gonna say that uh but coming to that realization in and of itself to be like i can actually control the situation and control who i tell is was comforting for me to figure out was like you know what 
I need to protect myself and my mental and my heart and realizing that like I can control who I tell which sucks that I have to but again realizing that kind of gave me a sense of like comfort within myself because I know I don't always have to deal with something if I don't want to um but yeah that's that I think is my answer Mm. someone Mm. said um self-confidence advice about self-confidence specifically body fat and low (sighs) self-esteem I mean, we both have different histories with this because... Because I have, I definitely, I mean, obviously I have gender dysphoria and then certain levels of body dysmorphia. And mm-hmm. then you've struggled with eating disorders and body dysmorphia. Mm-hmm. And so, and we've had very different experiences with our, you know, esteem surrounding our bodies. And then moms teaching us yeah. pretty fucked up things diet, without realizing... Diet things. Yeah, diet culture in the 2000s was rampant and yeah. definitely was passed on to both of us in different ways yeah like i had a nutrition book when i was like <laughs> fucking 10 it's like okay and i was like mickey's breakfast mickey's, mickey's breakfast lunch. and i'm like a child like you're a dog yeah yeah it was really fucked up and um, i felt so cool for like the two days i followed it and then i was like this is this is stupid yeah i like what i eat yeah and i was a little chunky kid but that's fine who cares yeah and i mean it's it's about looking at how you see other people too and do you really do you really like think less of someone because they are bigger than someone else like I I would hope not and maybe kind of reminding yourself that that's not what people are like loving you for and if they are then that's you don't want to you know, you don't even want to be with those people. I think also just, like, looking at your body more is, like, it's helped me to just realize, like, this is, like, my vessel, you know, and it keeps me alive, and it keeps yeah. me strong, and it gets me places, and it, and it, yeah. and it, and if you're able, and, I, and my body's doing its job, and that's all that matters. Yeah, and, and, if, I'm and if you're able-bodied, and... like, you know, it's, like, we're so fortunate, mm-hmm. and to be able to just like get up and walk to the other side of the room is like really a miracle Mm -hmm. and to not be like harsh on yourself because or dislike your it's so much easier said than done i dislike my body but like i I do have to remind myself that i'm able to like you know i like sometimes i might hate my body but it's able to like do xyz for me and yeah, or like, a lot of people don't have that. So I need to be, like, grateful for that. Yeah. And I think just, like, sometimes it's almost like we live on this fucking rock in yeah. this fucking space that's creepy and freaky and, like, I don't know. Sometimes I'll think existential about it. And, and it's like, also just, like, body fat does not make you ugly or beautiful it like literally just body fat is just body fat and it doesn't have an effect and it shouldn't and it doesn't have it doesn't have a con it doesn't have it has nothing other than just like it's a thing yeah yeah like i'm not has no power or meaning or yeah i mean like obviously it does i mean it does in this culture yeah yeah. (laughs) you know what i mean that's that's the unfortunate reality but i i think that things are getting a little bit better and I mean, for me, also just following on social media people with different body types and even, like, like non-able-bodied people. Like, just being aware of, like, 
all the different bodies out there and not not letting myself only see what you know like these large magazines and like tv shows are showing like i want to also try to expose myself to to real fucking people out there so social media can be like horrible for body dysmorphia but i think you can use it as a tool to expose yourself to like real bodies and beautiful people like people and influencers that you know are have different body types but you think they're beautiful and i think that really makes you realize that you know having body fat doesn't make you ugly or beautiful you know it's just you like someone is just ugly wait no No. i'm sorry it's like people are just beautiful (laughs) that was yeah i can't say it doesn't there's no there's no need for explanation or understanding or like you don't need to be like this is why i have this it's like Mm -hmm. you just have it it's like a it's nothing that needs to be yeah it's not like i'm lazy and that's why i have this it's like there's or, or no. I'm bloated today, so this is the that's like no, yeah, it's just it's, fucking your body's doing shit. Your body, your your body is being your, a body. Yeah, it's producing and stuff, it's you it's know breathing, it's pumping yeah. blood, it's pooping, it's it made it made fat. It's like it's it, being a body. It made blood. It, it made fat. It lost fat. It's just being a body, and it's like science, and we just put too much pressure on it. Weird. I wanted to say we're all little beans. We're, <laughs> don't, beans. No, I had that we're all little beans. We're little beans in this bean world. Little beans in a pot. I don't know. It's so dumb. Bunch of beans in a little. We're pot. just a bunch of beans. No, that be peas in pot. And like I don't know. It's just like people. Whatever. What? I think I think we really beat that the shit out of that question. So yeah, it's yeah, whatever. Whatever. We're just gonna end every podcast episode now, which is hope going. Whatever. <laughs> um, I think we answered a good amount. Yeah. Yeah. One. I know. I was so gross. I said that. No, I thought you were kidding. I wasn't kidding. I really said it like that. It was really gross. Um. <laughs> yeah. All right. Should Rue sign us off? Uh, then I have to pick no, her up. Then we have to get up. And she's so cute, all sleepy and stuff. Um, we will be better about putting our podcast up on Fridays. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I think that's it. Um, clearly, we're both very like worn out from this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> I think like we're both a little like brain dead, and it's. Um. <laughs> the next one will be more okay, ready? <laughs> energetic. One, what? two, three. What? Whatever. Oh, no, whatever. that's how we're going to okay. end it. One, two, three. Whatever. whatever. Forget about it. <laughs> <laughs>